ever get the feeling that uh, everyone's just trying to keep up with the Joneses? We already know, and this is going on for a long, long time, almost, I would say, over a decade. We know that Canadians carry the most personal debt in the world. And that's because people don't generally want to feel left out. And now a new poll by Edward Jones reveals 61% of Canadians wonder how their friends aren't just keeping up with the Joneses, but they're spending like the Joneses. And those wondering the most are the millennials aged 18 to 34. They've got this fear of missing out. Which is interesting because I, on the flip side, always wonder, where do they get all this money? (laughs) Where are they getting all this money for their fancy handbags, their limousine service to the bars, and the VIP bottle service? I'm in this age group, and I can't answer that question. I look at some of my peers, and I'm thinking... How do you have that money? Where do you get this from? That's what I'm wondering. Like, how are you eating out with Uber Eats every night? You need to get rid of the fear of missing out, the FOMO, and embrace the TOMO, the thrill of missing out. Which is where I'm at in life, where I'm like, I can wear track pants and be perfectly okay. Sitting on my couch, seeing nobody, talking to nobody, and doing nothing. Sounds inexpensive. And some, and yet somehow I still have no money. <laughs> Let's bring in uh, Rabina Ahmed Hakshi, uh, of course, can explain all of this. Hello there. Hi, Alex. Who is this incredible, incredibly intelligent person who's it's with you today? Magic Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> Magic Mike. He's just probably got millions that. stashed away yeah, like I'm, you. I'm just yeah. the guy who pushes the buttons and twists <laughs> the dials and pulls the levers. <laughs> Well, I have the same opinion as Magic Mike that yes. the fear of missing out is mm. driving a lot of people to get into debt. And then the people on the outside are looking at these people and saying, how the heck do they afford this huge house, this house with a pool, the vacations? And a lot of it is because they're putting stuff on the credit card Mm -hmm. or taking money out of the line of credit. And this new survey by Edward Jones that you talked about says 61% of people look at their friends and wonder, how do you afford it? And I think that I mean, I know I've had that conversation many times when I've driven away from someone's house, a friend of mine, and thinking, ooh, how do they afford all that? Because to us, it seems completely unattainable. Yeah. I mean, I learned long ago, um, a little birdie told me, um, I think it was my dad who told me, he said, those who talk about having money are generally the people that don't have the money. It's the people that don't talk about it that generally have it socked away and uh, want it left there and kept privately. You know, I don't know if you remember, but when I was in my 20s, we always had this term called the $30,000 millionaire. So you made $30,000 a year and you spent like you made a million. And this is, it's very easy to do with access to credit, with money being so cheap. It's really easy to go out there and act like a millionaire. Put it up on Instagram that you're getting all this stuff done. You're getting a brand new car. Everything is on credit. Everything you still owe. You don't owe any, own every, anything. And this is the problem, is that this survey is showing that a lot of people are sitting on the sidelines thinking, what am I doing wrong? Why do they get all that stuff? And some of it has to do with the fact that maybe they have well-heeled parents who are helping, helping them out. But this is the problem, is that when people see other people spending, they feel encouraged to spend. And I always say, you have no idea what their financial situation is. You have no idea how much debt they're in, how much money they've got from their parents, All of the above is not, you're not privy to that information. So you can't spend the way they do unless you know exactly which situation they're in. And if you're willing to be in that kind of debt or you're willing to ask your parents for, you know, a couple hundred grand to do whatever you need to do. A couple hundred grand. Jesus. (laughs) Who are those parents? No. Well, yeah, but but then there's the the trying to keep up. There was nothing worse. And I was a very stupid younger woman um, with money, you know, going out and buy the shoes and that. But you always felt terrible after. Like you always 
wanted it in that moment. And then you go home and you go, oh, my God, I got more debt. And you feel terrible about it. Yeah, and, and the survey said the same. 83% of the people who responded said their tangible purchases, many of them, like clothing, many of those things, rather, like clothing and shoes and jewelry and electronics, they regretted those purchases. And I all, the, the, the advice I give to people is that go into your closet today, right now, right after you listen to this interview, mm. and count up all the stuff that you bought that you wore once, maybe no. twice. <laughs> no, 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 no. And no. then you will, you will put into perspective how much money you spend yeah, no. on those spontaneous purchases, going out for a night out, got a big date, you know, have a... <laughs> birthday party to attend, whatever it is, a lot of us will go and just spend just a, a sort of temporary outfit just for that evening and then throw it in the corner and never think about it again. But that's money that mm. you've just thrown into the corner just so that you could look the part of being someone who is much more well-off than they actually are. You can look the part and then you can look in that closet and look at that and get, that's a mortgage payment. That is a down payment. Like... <laughs> And I think that that's the thing that people, that's the attitude that people should have is that who cares what anyone thinks? That's my number one advice to people. I know, but you're smart. And learn to say things like, I can't afford it. So when someone says to you, hey, want to go for dinner to the pub tonight? Are you paying? Are you paying? Are you paying? (laughs) And this feeling that, you know, unless we pay for every, I'm not saying you should, you should not be cheap. I mean, if you go out, you should pay your fair, fair share. You should always make sure that, you know, you're stepping up and putting your money in for the bill. Like, I'm not saying you should take advantage of anybody, but if you can't afford it and you're putting all that money in and then you're coming back and stressing about it, it's not worth it. You're not doing yourself any favor. You're not making yourself more financially healthy. You're actually putting yourself into a deeper and deeper hole, which the more you spend will be harder to get out of. And the survey basically shows that there are a ton of people that are living this way, living in debt, showing they have more than they actually own. And that's, that's not a good thing as as interest rates rise, that money that they owe is going to get more and more expensive to pay off. Sure, it is. But, um, you know, at, at the same time, I think there are, is a generation in the millennial generation where they've kind of given up on the, the home ownership thing. So maybe they're feeling like that's a, a license to go out and buy the things that, you know, the clothing, the more discardable items that, you know, if I'm not going to own a house, I'll just live for the day. A lot of people have FOMO, that fear of missing out or, you know, well, we might be gone tomorrow, we might as well spend today. And that's fine. I mean, I am all for being spontaneous. I'm all for living in the moment. But most of us are going to live past tomorrow. And most of us are going to retire and need money. So you've got to think more in the majority term rather than in the minority term, where you need to set yourself up where you are putting 10% of your before-tax income into a retirement fund, that you have an emergency fund that could that could sustain your life for three months if you were to lose your job or there was an emergency in your family and you couldn't make money. These are things that are just basics that are going to help you when things go wrong. And they're just going to help your personal finances overall. And there's nothing wrong with being spontaneous. I always say the first thing you should do is pay yourself when you get, when you get paid from the job that you do. So you put money in your retirement fund and you put money in your emergency fund if it needs it. The second thing you do is you pay your bills so your hydro, your, your, your cable bill, your car payment, all those bills need to be paid. And whatever is left, you spend the rest. Right. And Albeit, I mean, we are into a new, I mean, look, the warning signs are everywhere. And we're already starting to see the prices hike. You got Loblaws putting out warnings. I was at Costco last week. They have started to really see a price increase. Those price increases of the trade war and, um, and the Trumpian effect are starting to be really felt. 
things could get more expensive, especially when the winter hits yep. and all those fruits and vegetables yep. that we normally get from California, we could all of a sudden feel like, oh my gosh. Remember there was a time a couple of years ago where there was a huge drought in California and the, the price of things like cauliflower yep. oh, and gosh, almonds yeah. Yeah. and all these things went up. And the, the best advice I have is that these are variable expenses. You can choose what you buy for your family to eat on a week-to-week -week basis. And you can also choose to be less wasteful. So make sure that when you're buying whatever it is from the grocery store that you are actually eating everything. Or, that you're or able to freeze it. you're not throwing anything in the yeah. garbage. Yeah, you're not, you know, sometimes... I'm guilty of it too. I, I count how much I'm throwing away. I'm like, wow, I just threw away 30 bucks right yep. there because I didn't see that there was this fruits and veggies that were at the back of my fridge that I forgot about. And we just have to be a little bit more aware of our wastefulness and that's going to help us get through this hump of things being more expensive. Rabina, great advice. I got to let you go there. Thanks, Alex. Bye -bye. That is uh, Rabina Ahmed-Hak. Uh, always has some very good uh, advice. She, she saves her money. She's one of those people. She put it away for a rainy day and now she can laugh at everybody. That's Rubina. Save, save, save. She's got great advice. On Point, I'm Global News Radio.